I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's good, Internet? You're listening to The Serum Cast. The Serum Cast, in case you're turning, uh, tuning in for the first time, is a podcast by Mobile Serum, Canada's largest independent tech site. Each episode, we cover the week that was in Canadian telecom and tech news, except this week. You're listening to episode 157. Today is Thursday, February 8th, 2018. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Patrick O'Rourke and Josh McConnell. Uh, no relation to Republican Senator Mitch McConnell, I hope. I get that a lot, though. You know, I, honestly, I'm surprised it took me this long to make this joke. <laughs> Man, one time he said something so ridiculous, and my yeah. tweets were just Filled with people like adding but, and like assuming I was somehow related to him. It was pretty, it was a great day. Um, this week, both Rose and Samir are all out of the office at some telecom summits. Who knows? Some 5G thing 5G. about some stuff. What is but, 5G? I don't know. But we're not here to talk about 5G. We're here to talk about the Nintendo Switch. Uh, for those who uh, may recall, uh, almost a year ago, I'd say now, uh, we had. Close to a year, yeah. Yeah, we had a great podcast with, of course, Josh. Patrick and uh, Daryl, um, Daryl Etherington of TechCrunch fame. It's a content farm out there. I don't know if you know knew that, Josh. Yes. Yes. Farming uh, all that content. Farming all that. Con- or mine. <laughs> Depends know. on which one, you, which metaphor you prefer. You have, uh, you have a farm and a mine, then you have even more content. Yes. yes. It is the Stardew Valley of tech publications. There you go. That's that, a great segue. Um, yeah. So... Um, Switch, it's been almost a year. Uh, by the time this podcast goes up, Patrick will have a feature up on the site, which kind of looks back at the year it was, kind of offers his opinion on it. Uh, no spoilers. He thinks it's a burning uh, trash pile. Just kidding. <laughs> worst, worst gaming device Dumpster I've ever used. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's a good thing because I barely sold any units, too. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. <laughs> such a failure. Um, yeah. So just a couple questions uh, today. We are a bit short on time. So Josh, why don't you start us? Um, for better or worse, would you say how has your um, opinion of the Switch changed or has it changed? Uh, I wouldn't say it's like changed per se. Mm-hmm. I, it, if anything, it's it's gotten better now that okay. there's more games coming out. Uh, yeah. I love the fact that there's a lot more indie titles that are coming over. Totally. Yeah. Or even just ports of past generations coming out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, before when it came out, I said I loved the console, I loved the feel, I loved the mobility, and I was just waiting for the games. And now I feel a year later, it's mm-hmm. the games are here as well, so it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite experience and or game from the last year? Ooh, from the last year. Um, I, st- I mean, it's lame, but I still got to go with Mario. Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey is just tons of fun. This is great radio. But... But Patrick is shaking his head. You didn't like it? No, it's not that I didn't like Super Mario Odyssey. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a good game. I think I described it earlier today to Igor as... uh, Mario Sunshine. Like like the sequel to Super Mario Sunshine. Like Super Mario Sunshine is a good game. People had a lot of fun with it, but it wasn't amazing or groundbreaking or or incredible, I guess. Um, And and for me, I wouldn't say it's like 
technically speaking the best it's just yeah, like yeah. the one that i you had a lot of fun with it right? yeah and, and, I, I, and I did too. commuting and yeah. it was it was good it was fun and i put probably the most hours into that i would say that's how probably many how many did you get oh i even know what my finish was at did, did you finish it like the story yeah. yeah 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 i got that far but i i just finished it um this weekend actually mm. i didn't mm. get all the moons though i probably no i didn't will. get them all mm. um yeah. but yeah i i mean i i don't dislike the game i think it's good um, I would call it, uh, as Brad, Brad Shankar of mobile serve hates when I say this, but I would call it kind of overrated. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought I got a little yeah. bit more critical praise than it probably deserved. I would agree mm-hmm. with that completely. Um, so if you have interest in such things, uh, there's this great YouTuber named Joseph Anderson. He does these way too long critical analyses. <laughs> yeah, of things. That. Um, and I wasted, I wouldn't say wasted two hours of my life, but certainly gave away two hours. Is of it my really life. two hours long? Really? It is a two hour critique wow. oh, of man. super Mario Odyssey. It's called, uh, it's subtitled. It's no masterpiece. Uh, so that should, wow. um, if you're really into that kind of nitty gritty analysis, um, that's something to look up and but but for me too with games like i really even like look at reviews anymore like it's just like totally. I, I get what i get out of it and mm-hmm. if i put tons of time into it then it, like like when the first star wars battlefront came out there's no reason why i should have put 125 hours into that game but mm-hmm. i did <laughs> and yeah. it's not like it was a great game there was no single player campaign there was not but i clocked in like so many hours people people play games for different reasons right and then and as i've gotten older i've realized that like i played battlefront a lot Mm. too not that much um but it was like pretty much across the board critically panned yeah with people calling it a cash in and like it didn't have a single player campaign um but for me all i wanted was like a simple shooter Mm -hmm. and that's what it was there was like no loadouts no complications to it that was just like a game that i could boot up in the evenings, play for a half hour before I eat dinner, and then put away and not think of it anymore. All right, that's way too much said about Battlefront. Returning to this <laughs> the Battlefront podcast, yeah. um, Patrick. Uh, same question for you, for better or worse. Um, how has your opinion of the Switch changed, or has it changed at uh, all? I think I think in my review, um, I talked a lot about how I found the inherent concept of the Switch very compelling. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of being able to take a console on the go, mm-hmm. um, and then just plug it back into your television i think that's great something i dreamed about having as a kid Mm -hmm. um that was awesome i think i mostly talked about the fact that there's potential there's a lot of potential Mm -hmm. and what nintendo needed to do was deliver in the games department Mm -hmm. um and i didn't know if they could and i didn't know if they would and i think that they did Mm -hmm. i think that the switch arguably probably had a better lineup of games uh at least on paper uh if you compared it to the xbox one uh, arguably even the PS4. I, mm-hmm. I know that's probably a bit of a controversial opinion. It depends on who you talk to. Um, but I, it had one of the best lineups of games that I've seen in a system in its first year in a really long time. In a year that had a lot of great games. Yeah, in a year mm-hmm. that had, like, 2017 was great for yeah. games across mm-hmm. the board on any console. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say I'm still very enthusiastic about it. I'm still excited about it. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised with the number of games that came out, but also the mm. quality too. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's like, and to piggyback off that, that's exactly what I wanted out of the console. Mm-hmm. I was always just like, I always wanted an HD portable console that you can just pick up and go. That's you awesome. Dock it, mm-hmm. and so on paper, I was so excited for the Switch, and for me, it was the games that I was just praying would come. Mm-hmm. And I feel that they delivered because there, you know, I mentioned Mario, but there were so many great games that came out in the last year, mm-hmm. and I. Super happy with my purchase. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that said, you know, part of your feature is what needs to improve. And I think that's a great segue into just asking you, what do you think moving into its second year, what needs to improve with the switch? So the online services are pretty much non-existent. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't expect it to ever be this, this online powerhouse that has a platform that rivals like PSN or Xbox live. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think Nintendo is capable of creating the basic infrastructure of an online platform. And I don't think Mm -hmm. that that's quite there yet. Um, I think they need to do something about the, the friend system, the friend mm-hmm. code system. It's, it's not the greatest. Uh, so those are two things. But for me, the biggest thing is the lack of a virtual console um, mm-hmm. or classic game section of some sort. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is a company that deals in nostalgia, right? Like mm-hmm. they release in many ways the same game multiple times, just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's okay because that's what people want from the company. But I mean, I... I would buy a lot of classic games for the Switch mm. just to be able to play on the go. Um, yeah. It's something that I did with the 3DS. I bought a lot of uh, old original Game Boy games for mm-hmm. the 3DS um, just because I wanted to play them again, like Kirby's Dream Land or the original Super Mario Land. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that the system needs original Game Boy games per se, but it needs it needs some sort of classic Nintendo nostalgia on it, and that's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they've hinted... Well, they haven't hinted. They basically said that some classic games are coming as part of the online service. I think it's going to be 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's games like Balloon Fight and a few, a few other classic uh, Nintendo Entertainment System titles that have been revealed so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to know more than that. I want to know uh, what... Nintendo 64 you games are coming. Plan. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to see what's coming down the pipeline, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to know um, what 64 games are coming. I want to know if they're going to bring GameCube ports. Are they going to bring downloadable Wii ports? You know what I mean? Um, I think that this is stuff that we might learn about at E3. Um, mm-hmm. But the way that the gaming like media news cycle works right now, um, I, I don't know if they really can wait that long that's still a few months away mm-hmm. uh so i mean that's the biggest question for me is where are the classic games um and and what's going on with the online services josh what's what would you like to see online was a big thing they just announced it when it's coming out though right uh, yes yeah, so it's coming in september right so it's still that's what i thought yeah, ways so away, september yeah september. So it's got a release date Man. right so yeah it's so far away and that that's a long time from now right yeah mm-hmm. and i mean it's not like you can't play games online like you can play mario kart online there's mm-hmm. the uh splatoon 2 a companion app which is yeah. eventually going to evolve into the the full switch online app um so the groundwork is there just like mm. september yeah <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah uh, that's a long time from now for the full for the full-fledged thing to be to be finally out and for me too the other thing is i know it doesn't have the hardware as some of the other consoles but it's up there and i would still like to see a little bit more third-party support uh the main concern i have mm-hmm. and thankfully it, you know it's not as bad but you know the how the wii turned into like the gimmick console and and you've seen a little bit of that at times where they just kind of use the motion of the Wii or of the the Switch for the sake of using it, and as long as like I really just want this to be a gaming console that is complemented with the odd like gimmicky type thing, and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll still see those third party games come out and say like no we're here we mean business mm-hmm. it's not just going to be a gimmick. And Nintendo systems have a history of uh, running into issues in their second year too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think the Wii U had moderately strong third party support until the second year and then things sort of dropped off because the console didn't have an installed base i mean the switch is a different story Mm because it sold 13 million units that's a lot more than the Wii. yeah Yeah. so um, and that's what gives me hope too because that was driven a lot by the gimmick the wii um 
but whereas now this is you know it's, it's got the sales it's compelling too right yeah. the way that it works yeah so. it's got sales but as a gaming so device speaking of sales um i think i read somewhere you know with 13 million in less than a full year um it is on pace to beat the playstation 2 which is i believe to, still to this day the best-selling console in history it could have been outstripped by the uh, ds i think it might have been beaten out by the ds but it's pretty close regardless in any case um the exact numbers don't matter in the context of this question which is uh, how many sales do you think it ends up with across its lifespan like is this something we're going to see peter off or does it kind of continue i think with the DS and the PlayStation 2, what they had was the continual release cycle of games. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a question of can... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can the Switch maintain it? Mm -hmm. Um, If they can't, then, I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to to keep up the pace. Mm -hmm. But right now, you know, there's enough games coming out. There's the indie releases. There's the ports. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I would say you still have to give it like another year to really see is this apples to apples kind of thing in, in comparison. So mm-hmm. I definitely think there's potential, but they need that that support to keep the games release coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Josh. I think that the game support is the key thing. Um, I also think that we're going to see a lot of iterations of the Switch, just like we did with the DS. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see like a new Switch, which which that's just the way nintendo does things i don't know nintendo switch exactly yeah Yeah. i don't know if it's necessarily uh the right way to go about things um but we're we're definitely going to see multiple iterations over the course of the next couple years as long as they still snap yeah that's all that matters do you have you ever read about like or heard that they actually physically like added a noise to it because it wasn't making the stat no i didn't read that actually i'll show it to you sometime. that's really interesting someone wrote, makes sense i think kotaku wrote like a feature about it or well something. considering it's like their big marketing campaign i mean that, yeah. that makes sense um but yeah i i think that uh the multiple iterations will be key to to keep it keeping the momentum um unfortunately i mean those aren't great for consumers especially when you like kind of cut up the the audience mm-hmm. uh, what's the word that people always use for that uh, not partition segment segment yeah yeah, yeah. you're seg- you're segmenting up um uh, your install base but right? we're seeing that already like with the xbox one right now and you know but the- i think you know you're gonna see something different with the switch right yeah. like this is very much like these are very different consoles like between the ps4 pro and the ps pro or sorry the just a regular ps right whereas i don't think like the internal hardware will necessarily change with the switch right 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 Unless they bump up the spec, well, but I, I see, I don't see them doing that. They did that with the DS, though the 3DS. They That's did true. change yeah. the process. They did, so they did I it could, slightly. I'm totally wrong. Yeah. They did it slightly, right? Where mm-hmm. there was certain games that were exclusive mm-hmm. uh, to the new 3DS. Yeah. yeah. Whereas at um, least with the Xbox, it's if you you can play the same games, but if you have the more powerful one, then looks, you get uh, the bonus yeah. kind of thing. And and I don't know if that ever really worked out for them. There's very mm-hmm. few games that were only compatible with the the new mm-hmm. 3DS. Yeah. It's so hard to talk about those systems because it's confusing. New 3DS. And yeah totally which is uh, an issue another Uh, issue altogether what do you do you see the switch evolving into something more than just a gaming console in the sense that you know one of the criticisms that's often levied against is like i can't watch my netflix on it right Mm -hmm. um 
what's the future of the the, the console in that uh, context? What was the wasn't there a video streaming service that was just announced for the Switch? I feel like there was. Hulu. So in, in the Hulu states, states? who who's there? Okay, um, which is probably something that I should mention in, in my story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I mentioned that. Um, so Hulu's there. Yeah. I think there's another streaming service too that's uh, Japan exclusive. Right. Um, right. But there's nothing in Canada, and I think for me, anyways, Netflix. Netflix is the mm-hmm. holdout. Like there needs to be. And I'm and I'm not saying like I've said this before. I'm not saying that the Switch needs to become an iPad or an Android tablet. I love that it's focused on gaming, but I I don't see why it can't be a great gaming console that's also capable of uh, playing Netflix. Yeah, and just it, it might not be your main Netflix driver, but just if you want it, then yeah. hey, it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, would that improve sales though? I don't know. I feel like it's more of a value add than anything else. I don't know if someone would be swayed saying I'm going to get a Switch because it has Netflix, mm-hmm. but I th- does feel like it's missing something because it's not there. And I think it's kind of like it's a catch 22. It's yeah. kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Totally. But uh, so we're running out of the time, but uh, the one last question I had is what would you like to see in a hardware revision? Because I have some very specific things. Oh, man, I got so many. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. So for me, one of the big things is I talk about a lot is the the flex that comes to the... I guess it doesn't come to the controllers. The So the, the way... I'll explain the whole situation. This is great, great, uh, great podcast. Uh, so the, <laughs> Patrick is widely gesturing yeah, with gesturing, his hand. gesturing. So the way that the Switch works is you, you pop the two Joy-Cons, you snap the two mm-hmm. Joy-Cons onto the sides of the tablet. That was a perfect um, snap. And, and it works yeah. great, right? Like they, they slide back and off perfectly. It's really easy to take them on and it's also really easy to take them off. Um, but I think the issue stems from just the way the mechanism works. Over mm-hmm. time, it starts to wear out and the console starts to flex when you're using it in handheld mode. And what I mean by that is like the actual Joy-Cons bend in and they bend out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can fix mm-hmm. that by getting a new set of Joy-Cons, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of this stems from like the Switch is a portable console, right? So I throw it in my backpack all the time. There's other stuff in my backpack. I have it in a case. Mm. I have it, I have a screen protector on it. I take care of my stuff. Um, but just the very nature of a portable system, sometimes there's going to be pressure against it. There's going to mm-hmm. be other objects jostling it. Um, and I think that causes some of the flex. So I'd like to see some kind of revision of how the actual Joy-Cons attach to the console. Something that's a little more solid and a little more durable that lasts longer. And Mm -hmm. and to play off that, though, it is nice, at least, if you're getting flex on one of them, you just have to replace one joystick. That's true. As Joy-Con, as opposed to the whole thing, which is nice. It's definitely something that, like, it's kind of a me issue. Like, a lot of people won't care. Mm -hmm. I just... Like, I remember playing Splatoon 2 back when that game was huge, and it would drive me crazy that, like, I'd be holding it, and I would feel the console moving mm-hmm. back and forth, like, mm-hmm. the actual Joy-Cons and the tablet moving, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think for me, it's kind of similar, like, just more strengthening, like, for me, the Joy, or uh, the kickstand, do they call the it something kickstand. else? Or is it, they just call it the kickstand, The kickstand's right? brutal. Yeah. yeah, like, not that I use that feature a lot, but sometimes I am out and about, or I, you know, go up to the folks' place, and, you know, I don't have the dock, but I don't want to just play it in the hand, so I will just put it on a table and just play it and man it's just annoying to set up and it's just doesn't feel secure mm-hmm. uh i just it'd be just nice if there's some better way to actually hold it up when you're not docking it and mm-hmm. i, I don't think, know what that is i think the other thing that i'd want to and this isn't necessarily a hardware revision um but an official portable dock of some sort mm-hmm. i think think that would be yeah. great and very useful yeah um i recently purchased a Nyko dock which they describe as portable um Nyko is a third-party gaming accessory manufacturer uh and it's not great it's not a 
good mm-hmm. dock. There's like a little thing that snaps off underneath it that you have to attach in order to make a stand. And it's still pretty big and it's pretty bulky. Um, and I know there's third-party docks available on Amazon, but I've also heard horrible things about them yeah. on Reddit mm-hmm. where they're like frying people's consoles, right? Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't take a chance with that and I wouldn't recommend anyone else do either. So it would be cool if Nintendo came out with their own mm-hmm. their own kind of take on that concept. Yeah. Uh, just quickly for me, it would be the Wi-Fi chip or the antenna design. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I, like, literally until I got a Wi-Fi mesh system, <laughs> my Switch would not get you know any reception in my room yeah, so yeah totally that's a and i've done tests where you put them side by side other devices and it's like two full bars totally. fewer than yeah. the other devices mm-hmm. yeah all right so that's all the time we have for today uh shout outs yeah so since this was an entire switch minute of a podcast i, I don't have a switch minute um god damn it oh, i i my shout out shut goes, down the podcast <laughs> my shout out goes to uh smear and rose who did a lot of great coverage over the last couple of days uh they've been mm-hmm. on the road i think they'll be back next week on the podcast to to talk about some of the 5g and telecom Maybe. stuff we'll they've see. been covering Who knows? <laughs> igor hasn't decided yet yeah. um but yeah they, they did a great job and they they put together a lot of a lot of great stories so people should check them out on the site nice. mm-hmm. uh today is february 8th thursday so my shout out goes to national pizza day which is tomorrow uh oh, when you wow. hear this it will be past tense and just rest assured i ate a lot of pizza and i hope you did too is it your mm-hmm. favorite day on earth uh, well, every day is pizza day for me, but That's it's true. nice that everyone partakes. I literally scarfed down some pizza pops because I was in a rush. So <laughs> if it's not pizza, it's a fix. So... <laughs> That's me. And then I'll probably have uh, mozzarella sticks on the way. I just picture you like, in, in your apartment with just like a, a Game of Thrones throne made out of pizza boxes. <laughs> yeah, I used to have that costume I had to get rid of. But uh, yeah, no, no, I got my throne of pizza. <laughs> the pizza pocket the pizza, costume. Yeah, I had a pizza pop costume. I finally, I, I, after two years, I, I gave it up. So uh, okay. I, anyway, so yeah, shout out to pizza. Pizza day. I don't know how I'm going to top that shout out. Uh, you so you got sh- to bring it back back to something serious okay so uh my shout out uh this past week uh week i saw call me by your name uh if you get a chance to see it uh it's a really good movie although it will completely change how you look at peaches and that's all i'll say like the the band no okay the fruit okay just checking yeah i've never heard the band but i like peaches so much i love peaches well i still like peaches or yes okay perhaps more so who knows um on that note if you'd like to uh follow mobile syrup you can do that at mobile syrup whether it's at instagram facebook or twitter pat where can people find you you can find me on twitter at, at patrick underscore o'rourke and you can find all my stuff on mobile syrup and i'll, I'll tease this really briefly Ooh. Ooh. there might be uh, something cool coming to instagram live or possibly facebook uh, for mobile syrup in the next couple of weeks house of embargo <laughs> shout out from douglas in the background Duck, yeah <laughs> Nice. Mixer.com uh, slash house of embargo. Uh, that, that shout out also goes to Jeff Broussard. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josh, where can people find you? Yeah, just on Twitter at Josh McConnell. That's two C's, two N's, two L's or joshmcconnell.com. Once again, if you have any uh, qualms with Republican Senator yeah. McConnell, <laughs> yeah. don't at Josh. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever get added about that? Yeah. yeah that's what he said. Oh, really? There yeah. was one day, I like I said, that. he said something really bad, and then everyone just started adding everyone named McConnell on Twitter, and I was one of them. That's yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, any recent articles we should keep out on? Uh, 
Uh, I have. There might be something coming this week when it drops. Okay. Or should we look for that? But uh, to be determined, we okay. should, we'll see. But uh, otherwise, otherwise, I'm I'm off to New Zealand. That's where my girlfriend's from. We're going for two weeks, so there'll be a lull of articles. But when we get back, there'll be some stuff probably hitting the ground running. I so want to see a feature on New Zealand tech stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's the actually it has a tech scene going on. Uh, yeah, which, yeah, so, yeah. It's interesting. But there will be if you follow my Twitter feed. There'll probably be lots of New Zealand photos and Wonderful. me not knowing Taking how to take photos. Two XL. Both. I will have both the 10 and the XL with me. So yeah. mercenary to the end. Yeah. Um, I'm at Igor Bonifacic. Uh, if you have any questions or comments you'd like to send to the podcast, you can do that podcast at mobilesyrup.com. Otherwise, we'll see you all next week. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.